Hello and welcome to NWR Newscast, episode 13 for March 10th, 2010. My name is Andy Gergen and I will be your host this week. With me is the usual newscast crew of Neil Ronahan. Hey everybody! What's up Neil? And also with us of course is Zach Miller. I am the chosen one. Yeah, you are. Oh, oh. You are the one, Zach, to rule us all. <laughs> okay, so this week we got news stories like usual. Uh, we have What's Your Review In, where Neil is going to talk about some Sonic and Sega All-Stars racing, and Zach will go over Mist on DS. And, and do not forget, I will be talking a little bit about Calling as well, Hudson's That's right. horror title. Uh, we'll have your weekly downloads for the last two weeks, as long as also the, uh, the weekly releases, the, re- the retail releases, I should say. Uh, and we will close out the show with our game club, which will actually take place after the closing credits this week to make it uh, a little more um, secret, sort of secret, hidden. Yeah. yeah. So basically, if, if you haven't played the game yet and you don't want us to spoil you on anything cool, then you can just stop the podcast at the closing credits like you would normally. You uh, have to enter have a special code to get to the bonus content. Konami code. It's a yep. hint. But it's backwards. On your yeah. iPhone. He had to be drunk. Start A B A B. Crap! I can't do it backwards. So let's go ahead and kick off with some new stories this week. The uh, first on the docket: Sing files for bankruptcy. This is a third party for Wii. Do they make other other uh, systems too? Or um, they made DS some games? games. They made a game for PlayStation Two from 2003 okay. called The Glass Rose, which I am not familiar with, and didn't even come out in North America. It came out in J- Japan and Europe. They're, they're primarily known for uh, Little King Story recently. Yeah, um, yeah. Little King Story is probably the game that they're most recently known for. They also did the Another Code series, which um, the DS version, what's called Trace Memory, in uh, when it came out in North America. And Another Code R, the Wii version, uh, did, came out in Europe and Japan, but has not come out in North America and probably won't. They also did uh, Hotel Dusk, and they right, worked right. on the Monster Rancher DS games, or at least the, the first two. And they were they uh, just finished, or at least these games are released in Japan again, which is kind of like Hotel Dusk, but it's being published by Tecmo. It's coming out at the end of March. I believe that's still untapped. It's besides the fact that they filed bankruptcy, and mm-hmm. um, they're doing a Hotel Dusk sequel, Last Window, which came out in Japan in January, and we don't know if that's coming to North America or not. And hopefully, the bankruptcy will not affect that game coming out to North America. Did either of you guys play Hotel Dusk? I did not. Me neither. I'd yeah, like I to. Either. I know uh, Grant Buell on, on staff played it and really, really enjoyed it. Um, so I'm sure he's not thrilled to see the developer go under. Um, but hopefully we'll get that sequel over here before before too long. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it kind of sucks when you get a developer who's actually bringing some really quality really quality third-party software to, to the platforms. Uh, they can't make it. You know, it, making video games is such a tough business right now. Like, everyone's going under. It doesn't matter what you're doing, unless you're Nintendo, I guess, or maybe Square Enix. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some companies that are, I guess, a lot more conservative with what they do, or at least they uh, are very successful, so they don't have to be as conservative. Like, I think, well, even Nintendo, they always make calculator risks, and I think Activision yeah. kind of is just like, let's throw all this shit at the wall because it was making money when we you know, yeah. had lightning in a bottle before. But, I mean, everyone's being hit hard. Even Activision got hit hard, even though I think they were still profitable last year. EA is, you know, still trying to come back. 
appealing to a niche genre is not going to be a thing yeah. in about four years. There'll, there's going to be about four genres of games by like 2015. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole thing with like Xseed and Ignition and everything is that, I mean, or at least Ignition makes other games as well, but they're, uh, they're, they're localization teams. So it's usually, you know, smaller groups. I know Xseed, I, I believe it's like something like five or six people, maybe. Like I, I sure. could be could be a little off with that, but it's a small amount of people, and they just localize games and bring them over. And it's pretty much it's a. I think it's a pretty controlled operation. Well, when you're that small, it's not that much of a. You know, you're not you're not dropping you know millions and millions of dollars on salary, so you can keep your budgets a little bit under control. Yeah. Um, but by the same token, it doesn't take much to break it either. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's definitely sad. I love Little King Story. That, that's it's a fantastic game. I borrowed it from a friend of mine about six months ago, and I've yet to put it in my Wii. I just uh, haven't. I just haven't had the, like the. I I, the I put time a lot of time it. into it, and I think probably a review copy came along, and I and I didn't play it for a while, and then I loaned it to a friend of mine, and he absolutely loved it. Like I was just like I was like you would like this, and he's like I do. I'm sort of like in a spot right now where I'm trying to clear off my 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 backlog shelf. Uh, actually play through games that I have had on my shelf for a couple years and trade them in. But the ones that I don't plan on trading in, i.e. the ones that I am borrowing, uh, they don't have a lot of priority right now because yeah. uh, that, that PS3 is not going to buy itself. I need to start trading some stuff in. <laughs> well, my, uh, I was actually uh, starting to do that as well, and then I got slammed by, well, I guess I shouldn't complain too much, in that I had a lot of review copies come in. Sure. So that that delayed that considerably. I don't think I'll be able to play anything from my backlog until after PAX. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the uh, next news story. This is a big DS announcement to the award mm. uh, sequel to the award-winning uh, Scribble Knots, which I guess wants won a whole bunch of uh, of of game. What was the what was the awards? That, it won, that a, it won a whole won? bunch of uh, it was what a dice it? awards. It, yeah, the AI, the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences. Right, right, right. I think it won best handheld title or most innovative handheld title or something along. It won those like lines. three awards last year. Scribble Scribble Knots two, by the way, if I didn't mention the name. Yeah. Um, Scribble Knots two has been announced for uh, for DS. Um, when was this game announced? Did they give a date? Um, it's coming out. It's coming out in fall 2010, and the big additions seem to be that they're adding uh, <laughs> better controls, which is really my main complaint with the last game. It was it was a lot of fun to create shit. It just sucked interacting with it because your guy would just like run in place when you would tap the touchscreen. It was all touchscreen controls, and now they're adding D-pad controls. Um, they're supposedly touching up the uh, touchscreen controls, and they're also uh, adding. You know, new puzzles that have more depth to them, and they're adding adjectives, which you can then string cool. string them together and make you know like a a big, big kraken or a little kraken. I wouldn't say the the touchscreen controls were my biggest complaint about the first Scribble Knots. I think my my biggest complaint about the first Scribble Knots is that for for the millions and millions of options you had when you're playing the game, very few of them meant anything. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like they should retool the concept a little bit. Um, I don't want to see them change it drastically, but I'd, I'd like to see that. You know, I want I, I want to see more cause and effect, and I, I don't want to see just mean thing kills friendly thing um, with like seventeen thousand possible combinations of of right. various animals or monsters and people I could bring in. Like that's seems like that that's all that happened. Is there's a good chance if you brought two things into a room, one of them would kill the other one. And that was yeah. like half of what happened in the game. 
I mean, it's yeah. still, it was kind of like a showpiece thing, in all honesty. Yeah, just be like, really oh, was. guys, look at this cool shit I can do on this game. But, like, I mean, you just handcuff, you know, the star to the, uh, and then connect it to a vending machine, and you're fine. I think <laughs> that's the, uh, the cheat that there was. The vending machine? I didn't even ever notice yeah, that. Yeah, I, f- I forget exactly what it was, but the game has really been out of my mind. But I think Scribblenauts 2, uh, I, I think it'll improve on it. I think Fitzdale's a great developer. I just think they kind of they're still learning as they're going through. They have great ideas, but they don't. They can't really. They haven't nailed the execution in any of their games, in my opinion, at least. But uh, that guy from the forums, he uh, seems to not be optimistic. He, he said in the thread for the uh, about the announcement, it also sounded like the first one, as well as the John to Life games, are worth picking up too. I've gotten to the point where I just about loathe everything about the first Scribblenauts. It'll be a very hard sell to convince me to get this, to give me, yeah, give this one my money or time. You know, I didn't yeah. play the first Scribblenauts just because of all the control problems I heard about. Because yeah. a game like that seems like you really need really precise controls. So if they fix that in the second game, like if I can move that little dude with the D-pad, I mean, I think I'd pick it up just because I am intrigued by the premise, but. Like I said, I don't want to be frustrated by it. This is kind of a situation where I really, I really feel like this is a, this is a problem that could be handled via a patch if there was a system in place for DS games. Yeah, to oh, yeah. There's that's not. true. And there's not a system in place for that to happen. But if there was, I would much rather see a patch to the original game than a full new thirty dollar retail release. But that's just me, I guess. Super Scribble Nuts too. Yeah. <laughs> Super Scribblenauts HD Turbo Fighting Edition. Yep. <laughs> Sold. Sold. I want it. Hadouken. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next news story. EA earns a cool $125 million from the EA Sports Active. And franchise. they also announced EA Sports Active 2.0. Yeah, that just which, got announced uh, today, actually, didn't it? Or yes. Yesterday? Or uh, last night it was announced at uh, an event at GDC. And EA Sports Active 2.0 is going to add... A heart rate monitor, which I guess is kind of like Nintendo's Vitality Sensor. This is a product of EA. It is not Nintendo's Vitality Sensor. But it's basically, it straps onto your arm and it'll read your heart rate as you go through your exercises. And the other new addition to this is that it's adding wireless wireless motion sensor controllers. Which that's I think it's going to come with two of them. And they have built-in motion sensors. They're leg and arm straps. So like the original one that had the leg strap. These are going to be straps, but they're not. You're not going to have to stuff the nunchuck and be constrained by the cord. You'll be able to, you know, move freely. Which it seems that's like cool. that's that's going to be great. And they're also adding a whole new online component to it that uh, you'll be able to access your data anywhere. And I think there's some more functionality for the PS3 version that got announced. Um, and it's also coming to iPhone and iPod Touch. I don't know why an Xbox 360 game wasn't mentioned, I assume we'll probably hear about that when Microsoft unveils the entire Natal world at E3. Has uh, the Sports Active series kind of... Has it eclipsed the Wii, Wii Fit? I no, I don't I think that's possible. Wii Fit has done far, far too well for almost anything to eclipse it. Okay. Yeah. And it you also have to think is that like Wii, Wii, Fit has been a, Wii Fit has been in the top ten Pretty much since it came out. Yeah, that's true. And I think EA Sports Active, that. I think, was on the top ten for a couple months, but it kind of tapered off. But I think it still put up good numbers. I know uh, back at E3, I think it, uh, as of E3, it had been out for like two or three weeks. And they said it sold 600,000 copies in its first two weeks. Jesus. Which, I mean, I, I, it's, I one of the top, find... it's one of the top 20 best-selling Wii games 
so I far. think you'll find that most people who have tried them both think that EA Sports Active is a little more of a serious EA Sports workout. Active well, is, yeah, yeah. is way better. Yeah. Um, from the forums, Controller Flex says, As an owner of both Wii Fit and EA Sports Active, by the way, speaking of which, hey. I do believe Active is a solid title. Sadly, I don't think the sales will reflect people working out. I think that EA and Nintendo, for that matter, did a great job selling the latest and greatest, quote, fat-reducing machine. Um, you know, I, I had EA Sports active, and I, uh, I set it up for the 30-day challenge, and I only made it about two-thirds of the way through <laughs> before I completely just lost interest. At least you didn't blog for the six-week six challenge and, like, falter after getting through two or three weeks. <laughs> no, exactly. I didn't make it public. See, that's, a, that's public defamation. My, fa- my failure was entirely private. You know, yeah. and the problem, wasn't, the problem wasn't that the game was bad or anything. It, it did get kind of boring after a while, and it, it certainly was a workout. I was playing it on – I think I was playing it on easy. Well, I'm out of shape. I'm not going to deny it. <laughs> I was playing it on easy, and there were some exercises that really, really burned. Like there's one where you're you're doing some downhill, downhill uh, inline skating, and basically the game asks you to to squat for about ten to fifteen seconds, and then do a high jump, and then go back into a squat for ten to fifteen seconds, and repeat for about two minutes. And by the by the time you're done with that, you're you're definitely feeling it. Yeah. Um, so it's like this skiing game in Wii Fit, but longer. Probably. Yeah. I, I, I never tried, and I've never actually played Wii Fit, so I can't comment uh. on that. But, but you know, I the problem was that uh, I just I travel on weekends on a fair amount back to uh, back to my home city of uh, Omaha, uh, which is like a two hour drive away, which means I go back quite a bit because it's pretty close. Um, and with, when you're when you're always on the road, you can't bring weekends into your into your workout schedule. Yeah, but that was my exact problem too, because I was at, I was at school. Yeah, it just throws off your entire routine when you're supposed to get in like two days on, one day off, two days on, one day off. Well, if those two days fall on the weekend, then you get you get out of sync, and you know if I don't know, it, it's it's all it's all a thing. It's all you know self discipline, but I, yeah. I failed. I failed. Yeah, I do too. Let's <laughs> move on to an uplifting story now. Yay! <laughs> NHL 2K11 will be a Wii exclusive. Which personally, although I don't play hockey uh, video games very often. Um, I think this is a pretty big deal because I seem to recall there was a time when 2K Sports pulled all support from from the GameCube. Yeah. Um, well, they've been coming out with a baseball game, but that's also because there's no other competition with a baseball game on Wii. Sure, sure. Well, because, and is, is the NBA 2K series coming out on Wii? Yes. Is it? Okay. And and the hockey series has come out. I think this is this will be its third year. And I know right, last year's last year's was supposed to be very good. I've been wanting to get it. Um, it has Motion Plus support. It has eight player online. I think it uses We Speak. Like it's it, it was a very underappreciated title, at least for all all of what it used. And I know everything that I read about it was that it was very good. Yeah. So I guess the mm-hmm. idea here is that they're gonna pull back support on the HD versions for one year and sort of rethink their strategy. I guess a little bit. So uh, I'm not really sure exactly if this exclusivity is more a a deal where they want to keep their brand around for for their year off, or if they actually feel like they have a real like winning product on the Wii, and they well, want to. I wonder if I wonder if they're just putting their B team on the Wii to get something out there with their name on it, while their A team works on revamping the HD games. Yeah, that that's exactly what Ian sent Ian Sane says. He said uh, from the forum thread on this. I'm not sure what to think. On one hand, hey, it's an exclusive. But on the other, the fact that they're going back to the drawing board with the other version suggests that that is the real focus. It suggests mm. that with the Wii, they can just crank out another sequel. But with the PS/360, 
they have to make more of an effort. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, he's he, he's right. Yeah, I think he probably is right. Although, still to, really add a, cool to, a, it, to add a little more fuel to the fire, um, I believe uh, probably about an hour, not even before we start recording, this is uh, on Wednesday, there was something about Walmart listing listing something about um, EA Sports releasing an NHL game this fall. But, I mean, it's a retailer report, so it could be holding up, but we haven't heard anything official yet. So oh, there might be competition for the hockey genre on the Wii, which I don't think has happened in quite a long time. Well, it hasn't happened ever, because yeah. only yeah. 2K games have made it. That's very interesting. I've heard that the EA the EA game is considerably better than the, uh, the yeah, 2K well, Sports I, game. They used to, as far as I know, I'm not a big hockey person, but I, I my brother's really into it, and I have a couple of other friends that are. And that they kind of, 2K and the EA series would kind of flip-flop between which one was better. And in recent years, the EA series has basically just been mopping the floor with the 2K series. Yeah. I don't think yeah. either one is bad. It's it's the case where, you know, competition breeds good games. Yeah. If only uh, if only NFL 2K was still around. Yeah. Well, I was, I was always a Madden guy. I, I understand why people like the 2K series, but I was always a Madden guy. No, I I, I don't really play either, but I, I, I understand that, you know, a lot of people thought the 2K series was better, but I just like the idea of there being, you know, yep, Madden team having a reason to improve their product because they honestly, the last, at least as far as the NCAA franchise is concerned, which you probably know that I'm more interested in, uh, there hasn't been any real improvement in the last like, yeah. five years. It's been pretty much the same thing over and over again with like a couple of, like, they've had pretty much one major feature edition in the last four, four or five years. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right, so uh, there's another game announcement, too. Ubisoft is developing a Sean White skateboarding game. So I assume that means he, he's snowboarding down a hill, and then he gets to the bottom of the hill, and his board gets wheels so that when he gets to the <laughs> Well, the I mean, concrete, I mean, to, be, to be fair, Sean White has also won awards for skateboarding. Like, he's, really? he's, well, he's okay. also proficient at skateboarding. See, like I, that's I that's I the one really... thing that I don't think anyone really knows is that it's not like he's never skateboarded before. He's a, he's a pretty good skateboarder. And I assume, you know, the Shellmate Snowboarding series has sold very, very well for Ubisoft as far as I know. And it's a, it's a pretty decent series, although it seems to have a, a slant towards kids, at least on the Wii versions, which seem to be successful ones. But, I mean, it, this is really a no-brainer move. It, it allows you to have something varied that also, you know, is the same kind of experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I don't think it, it still hasn't been officially announced yet, but this is this is pretty much it. It's you know announced. that uh, that silly, and it, this is using that silly Tony Hawk board, right? The ride board. No, I assume it'll probably use the balance board. I mean, we don't have confirmation, oh. but I mean, it's it's uh, the Activision. The Tony Hawk ride board is Activision's, oh. and I don't think Ubisoft really would want to support that. I think they oh, want to continue true. using the the balance board. I just hope it's uh, not skate it because skate it. Was was pretty terrible. I can't think of, I I, I can't think I, I would ever want to play a skateboarding game on a peripheral where I'm standing on something. I, I just mean, doesn't it doesn't sound like it would be, it would be easy to control or fun. Like I don't know, like you can't really do it. It, it it's a pretty it's a pretty piss poor approximation. Like when you, when you get the Wii remote with like Wii bowling and Wii golf, it's a pretty it's a pretty decent approximation of the actual movements required. But it is yeah. But with, with with Tony Hawk Ride, I, I've never played it, but I can't fathom that it's anything like actual skateboarding, really. And actually, I mean, in all honesty, like that, I think the well, failures, the failures with that game with Tony Hawk Ride are not so much in the board. I think the board is is a really great. I think a lot of the the problems with it are in the game. 
And that's why, I mean, uh, if you read my review, I, I gave the game a four out of four point five. Yeah. But I mean, I think that there's a lot of potential with that board. It's just that the initial game, the first game, was terrible. And yeah. that's the thing. It's like, I mean, it, it's definitely it's it's not really a mainstream game in that because like playing with that fucking skateboard is hard and it's it's yeah because it's more it's, i mean it's not like riding a skateboard there's still a lot of differences like you can't flip the board that would just be dangerous sure sure but <laughs> it does it does have a feel to it that i don't think the balance board can replicate and i think that was the problem with skated is that you couldn't get that replication and i hope that it seems like you know shell skateboarding is actually going to get you know not like the ea b team which i think made skated I think, you know, Shellmate Skateboarding is actually going to get, you know, a, a lot of development thrown right. its way and some cloud. It's Ubisoft Montreal is developing it. Um, I, I don't know exactly how Ubisoft's divisions all work. I know they're all working on different games at the same time. I don't know about the, the actual teams inside there. But I, I think that if the effort's put into this game, it could be very good. It's just that it depends on if the effort's going to be put into it. And I think we'll we'll find out more once they officially announce it. And I and I assume it'll start showing up at events. I mean, I would be very surprised if this you is say it's Ubisoft Montreal. Yeah, I'll bet you. Uh, I'll bet you uh, Ezio is a uh, mockable character. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Hey, uh, Neil, why don't you take this uh, this next story since you have a personal interest? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, so Lady Gaga is coming to Rock Band, and I just I just thought this is very this is very humorous. And uh, I won't spend too much on this because there's another Rock Band announcement that's actually, uh, I guess, more interesting. But I thought it was very amusing how uh, this was just all, you know, revealed. There was a uh, – first there was a leak, and then there was this official press release – um, you know, Lady Gaga making her debut on Rock Band with a hot four pack, and it's Bad Romance, Just Dance, Monster, and Poker Face. And I mean, that's funny enough. The fact that Lady Gaga is coming to Rock Band and really pissing off a lot of people, as I can tell. I, I follow. Uh, I'm a fan of Rock Band on Facebook, and I think there were about 130 comments chastising Harmonix for you know having <laughs> Lady Gaga sully the good name of Rock Band. <laughs> But then there was I, a kind I of. I like her. I like the songs that are on the radio. So soon. Well, no, no, no. She, she's entertaining. I'll give it that. I'm not like I'll, I'm not a huge Lady Gaga fan, but the, the woman is hella entertaining. But the funniest part about this is that they're also including Eric Cartman from South Park's rendition of Poker Hell Face, yes. where That's he played fantastic. it on Rock Band in an episode of South Park last fall, which like. Like, I mean, I, I really, I blame this all on Rock Band, but I'm excited I, I as hell. I was rolling on the floor during that scene. It was so Yeah, funny. like, that's, a, like, I just think, like, and the fact that, like, this is built in where it's Lady Gaga's doing this and it seems like she's advertising her new album. And South Park, it, like, this DLC is coming out the day before the new season of South Park. Like, I just think it's kind of brilliant marketing. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, marketing is. that you would never expect. That's fantastic. And, and. I mean, not, not that we'll spend this much time on this because there's not really that much to say. Rock Band 3 got announced for holiday 2010. Yeah, which, yeah. Uh, I'm they, really they, excited about that. Yeah, yeah. They said they're going to innovate and revolutionize, uh, revolutionize the music genre once again, just like they did with Rock Band, Rock Band 2, and the Beatles Rock Band. And you know what? Screw it. I'll believe them. <laughs> they didn't I, say uh, that they innovated it with Lego Rock Band. face. <laughs> this isn't entirely Wii related because my rock band setup is on 360. Yes, I, uh, as is mine. I uh, launched into the rock band network, which just came out, I think, a week or two ago, maybe, maybe not even that long ago. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I went and dropped like probably a good 15, 20 bucks on on rock band tracks. Yeah. 
There's um, definitely the Rock Band Network. There's a, a hundred songs around on that. Yeah, and a, lot of them are, a lot of them are, are, are smaller bands. Like I know Jonathan Colton's on it, MC Front a lot. I yeah, think, like, I bought Shins. four Jonathan Colton songs. But like, it's it's more of like like I guess uh you know a smaller ground like not not big names, but it allows other names. Like I know uh, the main drag, which is a band that one of the people from Harmonix is in, uh, John mm-hmm. Drake, I think, and there might be other people from Harmonix in it as well. But they have like their entire albums up there now, and I know there's a couple bands that I like, like the RX Bandits. Um, there's a fair of... amount of like well-known indie bands on yeah, there. Like, yeah, yeah, that's the, whole the thing. Oh, on Montreal there, is the on it. Like, there, yeah, Montreal. A... The, the Shins is one of my favorite bands, and they put a song out there, and I I, I think played Stroke that song about Nine, four times. which uh, they they have yeah. the song "Kick Some Ass" and "Little which... Black Backpack." Yeah, yeah, "Little Black Backpack" as well. Um, and I think Third Eye Blind" is coming to Rock Band mm-hmm. Network as well. <laughs> Semi-charm kind of like baby. Nice commentary, Zach. <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot. There was a lot of rock band news in the past week or so, and it's. I'm glad to see it back. And the other interesting thing is that uh, uh, Rock Band Three was actually announced on Facebook. Yeah, it was. They uh, they haven't put out any kind of press release yet. They just dropped a comment on their on their Facebook wall. Yeah. Yeah, I I believe Rock Band Network has uh, got a three, 30 day exclusivity deal with Microsoft. Yeah. Um, and then so that should be coming to Wii in early April. So look look out for that, and I don't know. I haven't played a lot of Rock Band two lately, but they uh, they updated my they put out a, a game update that lets you put up together a five song playlist. Uh, I don't know if that's coming to Wii because I don't think the Wii game does a lot of Wait, software updates. Couldn't you always do that? Could could you? Am I am I just dumb? I never figured yeah, that out. Yeah, yeah. In Rock Band two from the start, you can uh, make your own playlist. Oh man, I'm so dumb. <laughs> this is more you like just have to like cast. hold a button down and then it'll start yeah. making it. I didn't notice it until until I started playing around that other yeah. night though. So yeah, wow. Rock Band Two. If if you're into music games, just get Rock Band Two. It's the best freaking game there is. And there were some comments on the uh, talkback thread. I didn't pull any quotes from this one, but for the Rock Band Three announcement, that suggested that like the music genre will be dead because they keep putting new games out. Which well, I if they if they, is, is if they innovate weird... this, if, if Rock Band Three is innovative, then they're not killing it. They're making it better. Okay, Green Day Rock Band. Step step backwards. Okay, yeah. that. <laughs> but you know that that'll pay the bills. Like. Green Day Rock Band's gonna sell like fucking hotcakes. Let, let's well, get real well, here. Say that. Well, yeah, it will though. It will sell. It'll Dude, sell Green, plenty, Green but... Day, like, hate on it. All you know, the gaming press wants to about Green Day Rock Band. Green Day's a freaking huge band that Kids will sell today very, very well. Buy Green Day. Dude, they are. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they probably will. I think their Boy. record sales prove that kids today will buy Green Day. They do. They have a musical coming out. They what? Yeah, <laughs> uh, American Idiot, the musical. I think it's coming. I'm to New not York sure. Soon. Uh, I'm not sure the announcement of the musical was quite the point you are looking to prove there. You know, <laughs> I'm not sure the kids today give a crap about the musical scene. Well, I was um, a theater kid, so <laughs> I was weird. Uh, but, let's uh, uh let's, 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 let's drop this next news story, which is actually sort of not really even a Wii news story, but it's sort of related. Um, this 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 week today, actually this evening, like within the last two hours, uh, Sony at, at the Game Developers Conference, which is happening right now, um, they announced their the the motion controller, like the name and and the launch, not not the launch date, but the sort of the the launch strategy. Um, the 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 it's name coming is, out this fall, though we know yeah, that much. It's called the Sony Move. What do you or is think it, about or is that it the PlayStation Move? I'm I'm not sure. I don't think it's um, PlayStation Move. I think no, it's maybe Sony. you're right. Uh, PlayStation Move. I think you are yeah, correct about that. 
But uh, it's a, I mean, supposedly it's a, it has less buttons than the Wii Remote, um, and it also has a oh. nunchuck ripoff, but there is no cord. It's called a sub-controller. Right. Clever. Very clever. And it still has the weird-looking, like, dildo ball thing at the end. That, that like, is so ugly. That, that it, works, it works, it works with the nice... eye toy, and yeah, it's, so it's I kind know, of like... But... Um, I know uh, Aaron Kalutska, he's at GDC. I think he's actually going to be checking out uh, the, the PlayStation Move tomorrow, but he was saying about how it seems like uh, you know Sony is kind of going... They, they might be onto something, because it's kind of like they're taking the best of Wii and the the possibility of Natal by using the... Play, the 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 eye toy. Here's why. Here's why I don't think that what they're doing is going to be successful. The success of the Wii has a lot less to do with the motion controller and a lot more to do with branding. Yeah. I, just, I mean, and I realize the PlayStation brand is is is, is popular, but it's also <laughs> the eye toy ain't big, selling shit. It's it's also a taken a big hit over the past four years. Yeah. Uh, I, I I just don't think that they can put out a motion controller and. Expects to suddenly, you know. To, to be fair, the their their campaign for the slim was very good. Yes. So yeah. I I am definitely I'm interested to see what what their uh, their plan is for the the PlayStation Move because they've been they've been pretty quiet about it up until this point, and I think they're really they're going to prove if this thing is going to succeed by how they market it until its launch. And I just think, I think that can... I mean it sucks because well it at least sucks for sony and i think it sucks for microsoft but more so for sony because microsoft definitely has the upper hand right now because they're they're basically they're doing the Wii thing they're marketing natal yes. like Wii was marketed but and, but natal i mean we still don't even know what the heck it really yeah. is well i th- i think the problem with natal at least my problem with it is that i don't think we're going to get a lot of like real games for that i know uh, yeah. fable 3 should use it but other than that like i think even even the developers, I believe, have said that they're thinking smaller scale for this. It's not like the Wii, yeah. where you'll have you know kind of more ambitious projects that use it. Like I don't think with Natal, you're not going to get something like Red Steel. I don't think you'll get something like Red Steel Two. I think you're just going to get no. you know like fucking mini games, like where you're dodging balls and you know you're get virtually driving a car where C-more. you don't have a controller. Like I guess, I guess all I'm saying is that is that a, a large part of why the Wii was successful is that Nintendo changed the entire focus of the company to rebrand themselves with the yeah. Wii's strengths in mind. Sony and Microsoft aren't going to abandon their core their core user base to rebrand themselves around around the move. It's not it's not going to happen. And if you don't do that, I don't think you're going to have the level of success that Nintendo had. I, I do I do think I mean they they announced some games for this uh some sort of sports game. I believe it's like Sports Challenge. I, I don't know exactly what it is. We don't have it listed here. But uh, that's basically their Wii Sports, like straight up. I think there's even there's an archery game in it. I know that much. Yeah. There's SOCOM Four, which actually, I mean, I'm not in the SOCOM, but the fact that it's using the move, like that, that is very interesting. And I, I think if that's done right, that that could be very, very good. And I think it's something that you can't have on the Wii. They can have yeah. a SOCOM. Yeah, Resident Evil Gold Edition, which I don't think is going to have the asinine setup where you're holding like the friggin' Like the 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 Wii remote or whatever the, the Move and a literal PlayStation Three controller, I think you'll just be using the Move and the Sub controller right, right. for Ferrari Five, which the Gold Edition I think came out this week, and that already has the functionality in it, and so is Tiger Woods for that matter. That's also going to use it, which uh, that's that's coming out for they they got announced. It's also coming out for Wii, and they're going to add some more in depth motion motion plus controls to that. It would be um, nice if they patched the current version of Resident Evil 5 so that it is co- compatible with Move. Yeah. Because I'd actually consider buying a Move, but I don't want to rebuy Resident Evil. 
Yeah. I love Resident Evil 5. There's also a motion fighter game, which I haven't heard too much about, but it's basically, you know, like you're boxing with, with the move controllers. Um, there's Move Party, which has been kind of described as WarioWare-esque. Mm. And Slider, that Joystick described as Mirror's Edge meets Pain, which is kind of interesting, I guess. Could and the whole, th- the whole thing is going to come in some kind of bundle that'll be the, the Move, the PlayStation Eye toy, or the PlayStation Eye, or whatever the hell it's called. And an unannounced game, and it'll be under $100, which, hmm. I don't know. That that might be too steep for me, but I'm definitely interested to see what they're going to do with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, once again, Nintendo launched with only the motion controller, and they put it in every box. And that's part of the reason it was so successful. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know that selling it as an attachment four years later does the trick. Uh, I mean, that's I'm the thing. Not, is, I, I and with unconvinced. the rumors that Natal might be like $50, like... That's the thing. I think the cheaper of the two will win. Once again, though, not everyone's going to have it. Yep. And you're, yep. you're segmenting your user base by not having it yes. in the box with every system. from. Day and uh, I mean, we'll see. I think E3 is going to be very telling of the success of both of these. Oh, I'm definitely interested, and you know, I, know that, I, I know that I might be wrong. I mean, it, it, may be, it may be a runaway success, but I'm just saying I remain unconvinced. I, I don't think yeah. you outweigh the Wii unless you completely rebrand your, rebrand your, your, your system. Um. But let's let's move on from that. Um, yeah. Let's head on into what you're reviewing. Uh, I'm going to abstain this week because I don't really have much to talk about. But uh, Neil's got a couple of games for us. Yes, uh, um, I have two away. games. Uh, one of them, the review just got posted today, actually. And that first game is Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing for Wii. Um, pretty much, uh, I guess, just to say about this game is it's basically Sonic Kart. Like, it nice. is pound for pound, on, pretty much on par, I think, with Mario Kart Wii. Um, I'm definitely, I, I love Mario Kart Wii. I was actually looking over our reviews. Uh, Greg gave it an 8.5, and Johnny kind of hated on it with a 7.5. Uh, he thinks it was kind of a step backwards for the series, where I think, in my opinion, Mario Kart Wii was, it's my favorite in the series since really? 64. Wow. I, I love Mario Kart Wii. I love the online. I love the multiplayer. Um, I, I like how uh, how they changed the, the power sliding in it. I, I'm a really big fan of it. And I think Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing does a good job of replicating the Mario Kart experience, but it lacks the Nintendo touch. Sure, sure. But, I mean, does, the, does, the, does the tracks the are cool, the characters are really cool, um, the multiplayer is, is fun at times. I think the one thing that the multiplayer has is that it, it has, um, you know, some, some interesting game modes, and the battle mode is fun, but it lacks, it's, it's basically like the Mario Kart battle mode, but it lacks like the creativity and level designs. So for the battle modes, it's just basically like three crappy arenas. Sure. And it has mm-hmm. online, but the online, uh, the lobby system is ass. When you're actually in a race, it runs runs perfectly. I didn't run into any trouble, but it took me upwards of five minutes in between races oh. to get into something else, if I could get into something else. Does, does it use the, uh, the Wii wheel? Yes, it is compatible cool. with the Wii wheel. Does it work as well as it did in Mario Kart? Um, I don't think it works as well, but I okay. think that's also in that you know I the don't Wii think wheel. It works that well in Mario Kart. Yeah, well, that's that's subjective. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I it, it's it's not really that noticeable of a difference. I no, find that I enjoy. Me I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. I find that I enjoy playing with the wheel, but I'm not any good with it at all. I I really I, I would play it when I would play with my mom because it would kind of give me a handicap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know exactly. my mom loves playing with the wheel. Lauren loves playing with the the Wii wheel. But I am a, I'm a Wii remote nunchuck guy. 
Oh, that's the same thing that I used for Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing. Very good, very good. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. A... I gave it an 8.0. Go read the review. Um, and it made me like Big the Cat again, which which is weird. But I'll move on now. Because <laughs> uh, he, he's funny in the game. But I'm also, I, I haven't played too much of it, but I've been playing Hudson's survival horror game Calling, which uh, is basically, I don't know, it's it's kind of like that game, that, that thing Pulse, that, that movie with the cell phones that kill you. What? Does it take place in London? No, no, it doesn't. Nope. <laughs> Andy got it. I got, I got it. it I'm too. with you. I'm All with right. you, Zach. Is that, a, is that a Wii or a DS game? Uh, it's a Wii game. Um, okay. It basically, it's a, it's a first-person game. It's kind of like, I guess, a first-person adventure, but not in like a Metroid Prime way. And like, uh, you're walking around and you can barely see in front of your face, and you're like pointing stuff and looking at it. I haven't gotten too far in it, so I can't really judge it too much right now but i mean right now it's it's scary like it's frightening and it's such a good atmosphere but it really sucks when i just have no idea where i'm going because it's so damn dark i got a flashlight but like then i finished that level and then i played as another character and then i didn't have a flashlight so instead I'm, i'm i'm in a school i'm looking around like trying to see in front of me i i don't know where to go next but uh, it uses uh, the old cell phone trick with the Wii, where it uses a speaker. But this one, unlike No More Heroes, is actually like, yo, uh, if you want to hear the phone, you got to turn the speaker's volume on. Because when I first played No More Heroes, I couldn't, I didn't have the speaker's volume on. And when you're in a phone scene in No More Heroes, you cannot change the volume of the speaker. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. But this one, it's like, set it to at least three so you can hear. And it'll be like, <laughs> I picked up a phone, and then it rang, and it was like, Yo, uh, creepy, like a creepy voice, like, I'm coming to get my phone. And then, like, you walk down the hall, and you're on, like, the fourth floor of a building. And then the phone rings, and you answer it. You, like, press the minus button to answer it. And then it's like, I'm on the second. movies? I'm on the second floor. And you're like, okay, uh, I'll go meet you at the second floor. So I started walking near a staircase. And then I got a call, like, three steps later. It was like, I'm on the third floor landing. (laughs) And then I walked around, and I was trying to get to the staircase. And I didn't hear anything. <laughs> she didn't call back. I don't know where she is. And then I stopped playing. <laughs> but <laughs> that is my experience with calling. I hope it gets a lot better. Yeah, and, no kidding. Uh, yeah, and, and that, that's all I got. Let's move on to Zach. What you got, Zach? Me. Uh, I got a, a, a copy of Mist for the DS. Uh, Mist for you younger listeners was basically a point-and-click adventure with where you kind of click to move forward, and it's the, the game is literally a series of JPEG images. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's good. It's a puzzle game you, because you just wander around this island and you solve puzzles, and I mean, everybody's played Myst, for God's sake. Um, Actually, Zach, I haven't played Myst. I have one quick question about it. This is one of those things I've always kind of wondered. Yeah. Is it one of those games where you can screw yourself over so you can't progress if you click the wrong thing no i don't think so okay i've never i've never gotten into that situation those kind of games drive me crazy and i've always i've always kind of wanted to try mist but the one time i did try mist i just couldn't really get into it i I, I want to try it again one of these days well it's hard to get back into it's it's such an old puzzle game now that it's if you don't know what you're doing you can wander around the same few areas forever yeah and the clues, you know, the clues, you, it used to be just kind of uh, the genre that the clues were hard to find or hard to piece together. But now it's just, now it just seems frustrating. But, but 
I mean, I was a fan of Myst back when it first came out, and I, I was happy to get this game and, and see how it's aged. It hasn't aged great, but the problem... <laughs> that game is not... It, it's still a very good game, it just it hasn't yeah. aged that well. Right. Right, right. Uh, but the problem is that, you know, if if you play the original Myst, it's a, you know that it's a very uh, detail-oriented game. You know, you need to be able to see every part of that JPEG image clearly to get all the clues, to know where you can click to move. Um, but on the DS screen, it's all grainy, grainy and low resolution. Right. Uh, and it just looks awful. And in fact, my, my buddy, uh, one of my buddies has the iPhone version of Mist, And we compared them, and there's no comparison at all. The iPhone version looks great. Uh, <laughs> and, and the DS version looks like shit. Um, so, you know, there, there, it's a problem because there will be places where you're looking, uh, in, you're, you're looking at a JPEG image and you're trying to find, you know, a control panel, let's say. And, God, 10 years ago, I could have sworn this, this panel was on the wall. Is it that splotch of color over there on the left? Let me tap that. Oh, yeah, okay, it's that. Yeah, tap that. <laughs> tap that, Zach. Tap it like tap a fucking that. Hell yeah. <laughs> So it's a whole lot of just like randomly slapping your tiles against the screen and hoping something cool happens. Yeah, because you can't tell what's there all the time. Yeah. Uh, so that's really frustrating. Uh, it, it tries to compensate for that with a map, which is a new feature according to the box, um, but the map is really just a uh, picture from the instruction manual showing the island from an overhead view. Oh, lovely. And then the, that other, sounds new really tool, useful. the other new tool is a, uh, what do you call it? screenshot tool where let's say you come across a clue you know like a number sequence that you need to remember for a puzzle that's halfway around the island so you use the screenshot clue and it goes to the top screen so you can go to that other place without you know losing that information that sounds kind of cool actually i mean that is kind of nice yeah. but you know in the old days we'd use a piece of paper <laughs> But technology, Zach, it's 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 new. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that so sounds eh. I don't yeah. really like it just because because the low resolution pictures and it looks grainy. It really does ruin the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's uh let's go ahead and move on to the weekly downloads. We've downloads. got um we'll just go through these really quickly because there's I don't know that there's a whole lot to talk about here. Um. The last two weeks on WiiWare, we have Mega Man 10. Stay tuned for much more talk about Ooh, that. Hell but, yeah. But for now, we'll move on to Dart Rage. Well, those uh, are some pissed a, off darts. Yeah. That's from JV Games. It'll cost you six bucks. Yeah. Uh, JV Games, were all known really only for Pong Toss frat party games, but they're only uh -huh. known for that because it was changed from Pong beer Toss. Pong. Yeah. Changed from Beer Pong pong toss but apparently that game wasn't good and i'm not too optimistic i guess they're selling to someone because they keep on putting out wii games yeah hmm. uh happy hammering uh game bridge title for five dollars um max it's and the basically whack-a-mole yeah yeah it's, nice. it's exactly whack-a-mole uh in fact i believe their press release said something to the effect of finally a whack-a-mole game on the wii um <laughs> Max and the Magic Marker, which I haven't tried yet, but I I do want to. It looks really cool. Me yeah, too. I know uh, really we have we have impressions this. up on the site. Uh, Jared Rosenberg checked it out, uh, like a, 
I don't know, the, a couple days after the media summit. It was also about the media summit. We mm-hmm. have some direct feed footage. It looks really cool, like kind of like a mixture of like drawn to life and uh, I guess maybe Scribblenauts or something along those lines. Yeah. Like, it looks very Cell esque. Yeah. yeah. There's an iPhone game I played called Trace that's kind of like this. It's sort of, you just draw your own platformer, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also a. There's a PC demo of this, and I think it's already out on PC anyway. Oh, so cool. if you want to check cool. it out that way, yeah, the game will cost you ten bucks on WiiWare. Yep. Uh, and then next up, we have uh, on both WiiWare and moving on to DSiWare. This game is available on both. It's Dracula Undead Awakening. Dracula um, Dead and Loving It. Basically, it's a twin stick shooter. So yeah. if you like, if and you then I believe it's out on then... iPhone for a dollar, and yep, it's five dollars sure on DSiWare and ten dollars on WiiWare. I would rather play it on WiiWare than on iPhone, but that's for $9 yeah. premium, maybe not so much. Yep. This is from developer Chilingo, uh, and it's $5 on, on, on DSiWare. And the other DSiWare titles for the last two weeks, we have uh, Let's Golf, which is a somewhat decent um, golfing, go- yeah, golfing it's a, title. It's a Game from, Loft golfing game, which yeah, I think with a Game Loft game, I, it's, it's hit or miss. Port. It's an iPhone Let's port. I, I have golf. it on my iPhone, but I've never played game. it. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. You have it on your iPhone, but you haven't played it? What are you, the John Lindemann of iPhones? <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, this is my moment of shame. Uh, last night I was I was going through my collection of, of iPhone apps in, my, in iTunes because I've had mine for like two years now. And I only, I only ever really keep about 30 or 40 apps on my phone just because I don't want that much clutter. Um, but the other day I was looking on the apps screen in iTunes. I have uh, 155 iPhone apps. Holy balls! <laughs> And wow. they're not they're they're not all paid, but they're not all free. Yeah. Uh, like I, I went I, through a phase where I was looking for a really good golf game on uh, iPhone, and I bought Tiger Woods for I think probably I think paid full price ten bucks for it, and I think Let's Golf at the time was on sale for a buck, so I picked it up just in case I didn't like Tiger Woods, um, but I liked Tiger Woods, so I never went back to Let's Golf. <laughs> This is this is a, a snapshot of my spending habits. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably a good thing I don't have a DSi yet. Well, I already um, have. Yeah, I already have like probably twenty to thirty DSi games. Yeah, DSi so you know games. what I'm talking about. Hey, it's ridiculous. Did you get Spotto? Is, uh, no, I haven't gotten Spotto. I probably will soon. I have some points on it. There's a really great uh, iPhone game called Spirit, and if, if it ever comes to DSi, you have to get it, Zach and Neil. I, okay. I like to forget that just, both just you guys have. Tell me DSi. what it is. You'll probably yeah, be writing the article. It's it's weird. It's sort of like you have to just it's you just circle enemies on the screen with your guy and if you run into him then you die it's that's all it is but it's it's good um it has a geometry wars aesthetic but anyway um there is a game called four travelers play spanish which might not actually be a game had trouble finding anything about this it's sort of like an interactive spanish teacher yeah it seems Um, like it's almost like uh like you can keep it on your dsi and if you're in a foreign country that speaks spanish you can bust it out and have it be a dictionary which, but I like it has four, it has four player multiplayer. So yeah, well, it's four, well, there's four people can use it at once, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. four travelers. Four, they're, they're, four it's not travelers. One traveler. It's not the lone traveler. There's four of them. That's true. Uh, Elemental Masters, which is a uh, fantasy card game, card battle. Yeah. Um, eight bucks. Okay, I guess. Two player. Um, yeah. Uh, L- LBX Games. Have they done anything else? I don't really know. Not that I know of. Okay. Um, flips. There's two flips titles, and flips is basically. It's been a flip uh, in two weeks. They're they're interactive interactive books, and I think uh, double check me on this, Neil, but I think flips is actually a retail game. Yes, there was a retail and these game are that came chapters out last from year. the retail game, basically. But it's published by EA. Yeah, 
basically they're interactive still, books. I, I think they're sort of like the young, young, young adult, but maybe younger than that actually, like early teen sort yeah. of aimed. Uh, well, here let, let's let's read the plot from a. Uh... Or let's read the press release from the first one that came out. There's something strange going on with the loo in Cubicle 4, the girl's toilet. So the the mere fact that it's mentioned as a loo, this is probably developed in London or England or something like that. It You're spewed up. green goo on Stacy's shoes and almost had a new boy James for lunch. Could, could that be our own James Jones? We, Wait, what was James Jones doing sure. in the women's bathroom? Can he and his friends Alexander and Lenny... Flush out the cause of the trouble, or will the to- terrifying toilet plague the school with problems forever? Well, look, all I'm saying it's your $5. Spend it how you want. Yeah. And the <laughs> sequel, uh, the builders are in to replace the girl's toilet block, but they're more interested in cups of teas and instant noodle snacks than doing any work. James suspects foul play, <laughs> but Alexander and Lenny are doubtful until a strange accident hammers the truth home. Oh, God, how does friends. it end? Can we just, like, rewrite this to have it just be, like, the cast of RFN? <laughs> <laughs> like, like every time I see James, for some reason, I'm just thinking James Jones. So we could have you know, Alexander and Lenny could be, like, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe Greg and Greg and we, we could just make it split them into three people and have it, you know, Greg, Johnny and John. Where's the DSIOR Mad Libs app? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Anyway, moving on the list, we got VT Tennis, which is a tennis game. Go figure. From Virtual yeah. Toys, that'll cost you five bucks. Uh, Globulous, Globulous Party from Globzy developer is called Globzy apparently. Uh, five bucks. Or Globs. Um, I can't remember what this game is. Is it's is basically about. like a, it's a mini game collection. There's Foursquare. Oh uh, right. Bomber right, right. King, Croquet, Darts, Patank. It kind of sounds like Clubhouse games. What? That sounds like Clubhouse. Yeah, games, or but... it also, I mean, some of these games I, I recognize from uh, some Deca Sports games, which right, right. Patank was in Deca Sports too, and I just, I just want to say Patank again, and <laughs> again, and again. Uh, and that wraps it up for uh, for DSiWare. Yep. Um, not a whole lot this week, last two weeks, but yeah. well, um, moving on to Man. retail releases. Well, we Virtual have... Console, Virtual Console. We skipped that. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, let's. Uh, we got we got Fatal Fury Special. That was released on the Neo Geo. Uh, it came out in 1993. It's 900 points. Uh, you know, it's a it's a fighting game. It's I got actually the origin- liked the, the the Fatal Fury games quite a bit uh, when I was in like high school. I, I, I played I, Fatal Fury Fatal Fury one or two a lot. Yeah, there's 15 characters in this. They have. Uh, I might pick this up. They're the original not. eight from Fatal Fury two. Three new characters, a new boss, and three characters from the original Fatal Fury. Mm-hmm. So it seems hmm. pretty. I mean. If you're a fan of the series, it's it's nine dollars. It's the Neo Geo version. For what it's, the the, uh, the the catch with Fatal Fury is, I mean, it is Street Fighter Two. I mean, it is exactly yeah, a Street Fighter. It is song, a ripoff. But it has uh, a foreground and a background, so you can do attacks. And it's not like it's not like Double Dragon, where you can walk from the foreground to the background smoothly. It's just sort of like if you're in the foreground. You'll fight your opponent in the foreground, or you can do a jump kick to the background. Uh, okay, that actually it's, sounds it's, pretty interesting. It's it's I don't know that it's necessarily a well executed gimmick, but a gimmick it is. Um, and then the other virtual console title that we had this week is Final Fantasy Two slash Four, depending on uh, where you're from. Yeah, <laughs> which is it's good now uh, on the Wii. You can pretty much play the entire Final Fantasy. Two slash four saga, as you have that and uh, the after years. Yes, yeah, which is actually pretty cool. Um, I have never finished this game. I've started it. 
I played the DS remake for about 10 hours and kind of trailed off. Unfortunately, I was renting it, so I got tired of it, sent it back, and now if I ever want to play it, I've got to start over. Um, I, might, I might pick that up, but I'm, not, I'm just really not into RPGs that much lately, so it'd be tough to convince me to go through yeah. it. Yeah. So let's go ahead and move on to the retail releases for the past two weeks. First up on Wii, we have Calling, which Neil talked about a little bit earlier. That I did. Um, we have MLB 2K10, uh, and that's also coming out on the DS as well. Uh, yeah. Do either of you guys play baseball games? Um, I played the no. bigs on, on Wii. Uh, okay. I, I enjoyed it. I've heard nothing but shit about the MLB games. However, I'm actually in the process of trying to get a review copy of this because I'm interested to see if it's improved because I remember I think I – I rented or something along the lines the first uh, Wii, the first Wii MLB game, and I hated it. I kind of feel like of all the major sports, MLB is the one that would translate best to the Wii's motion yeah. controls. But yeah. I also, I mean, I, I think the MLB, the, the the 2K series for MLB is terrible. Um, I'm really? a big fan of EA's dormant MVP baseball series, and I also really like uh, MLB The Show, which is a Sony published series and yeah. i'll probably be getting that Some at some point about the show yeah the show is fantastic didn't 2k pull the same stunt with mlb that they only have third party rights though okay okay so nintendo could put out an mlb game theoretically I theoretically yeah um we also on the Wii have uh, racket sports from ubisoft which is a, a racquetball kind of yeah, you know, it's got tennis, it has game. racquetball, I think it has a whole collection of racket-based sports. Badminton? Does it have badminton? I, I would imagine so, I hope oh, so. God, it also uses so. the camera. Uh, really? The camera that came with your shape. Huh. Wait, okay, so... Yeah, I think you can play it without a Wii Remote, I think that is the hook. Really? Interesting. Yes. And I think uh, I it's $30, $30 was, by itself yeah. and $40 with the camera. There's not a lot of third-party peripherals that get supported in more than one game. Oh, there's so many. Too yeah. many. Um, moving on to the DS, we have Photo Showdown, which is a DSi only title. Is this this is, is this the one that was shown off at a at um? No, 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 no. This is uh, I believe it's published by Konami, and oh, this okay. is it's you take pictures of different things. Like I, I know I saw commercials or they stuff on up on uh, the Nintendo channel that would like have like some little kid taking a picture of his pissed off older sister and she gets turned into a monster. I think it like <laughs> reads like the color the colors of the picture and then it'll turn into a monster and there's a battle system and it's, you know, fun. Okay. Sounds fun. Yep. Sounds fun. Finally, the DSI's killer app moving yep. on. We have Pokemon heart gold and soul silver. Um, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Can't wait. Not my cup of tea, but I'm glad you guys are excited. Yes. I, uh, I tried, I think Pearl or diamond was my first stab at a Pokemon game. And I played it for like three hours and, didn't end up playing it much longer than that. See, I basically I, I went, understand uh, they have lots of fans. <laughs> yeah, I went red and blue when I was younger, and then I didn't play another Pokemon game until Diamond and Pearl. I think honestly, I'm just like maybe one or two years too old to have played Pokemon when I was a kid. Because yeah. I think Pokemon came out when I was just like a senior in high school, and yeah. if I had been just a little bit younger, I probably would have been all over it. But like when I was like a senior in high school, that was sort of like my dead period in my gaming in my gaming history. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't really understand why they keep remaking these games instead of just delivering a new... Because they sell like hotcakes. Yeah, yeah because they point. can. Fair point. <laughs> I, I played Red and Gold, and I skipped the Game Boy Advance games. Ruby, Sapphire, and Ruby and Emerald, Sapphire and Emerald. 
Because at that point, I didn't care. But then for some, whatever reason, I was like, Pearl, all right, I'll try that. And then I (laughs) caught them all and went insane. (laughs) That's the Zach we know and love today. Yay. Uh, of Sports for the DS. Uh, I actually have that downstairs right now, and I'll be playing more of that. I'm kind of putting off the review a little bit because it has, I think, six or eight player single card multiplayer. Uh, And I'm... My my wife is throwing a birthday party for herself, or I guess I'm throwing her a birthday party. <laughs> so some variant of the previous two statements uh, in like two weeks, and at least two of the people coming have DSs. So I'm kind of waiting for them all to bring their DSs over so we can get like a three or four player game of, I don't know, like skydiving or something. Yeah, I, I played that uh, at a demo. It was Lauren, um, a PR person, and me. And uh, it, it was a lot of fun. And it's, it's yeah. good single card multiplayer. There's also a handful of stuff that are uh, two player only. Like they, I think okay. they have like a, uh, like an arm wrestling one, but sure, sure. It seems okay, but my 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 only my I'm only put like ten minutes into it so far, and yeah. I wasn't blown away. But we'll see. I'll, you'll probably hear a lot more about that on the next newscast under my uh, what's your review segment. Yeah. Uh, next up on DS, we have Sonic Classic Collection, which I believe is just Sonic One, Two, Three, and Knuckles. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sonic One, Two, Three, and Knuckles. It has the lock on stuff. You can save anywhere mm-hmm. in Sonic One and Two. Or at least I think I don't think it's necessarily like save states. I think it's like you save what what zone you're at or what level you're at. I, I kind of feel like this might be the thirtieth or fortieth release <laughs> of these games on recent systems. I, I think it's kind of a it's it's a quick and dirty port from what I've heard, and I, I'm I think there might be some slowdown in some of the games. Well, wasn't yeah, wasn't really Sonic Sonic the um, Sonic the Hedgehog uh, Genesis for Game Boy Advance not well received? Yeah, I don't think this is as bad as that, but I don't think okay. it's too good, for at least from what I've heard. Interesting. I like those games, but you know, I just don't need another copy of them. Yep. Um, and that's all the retail releases we got lined up for you this week. Um, and that's going to do it for this episode of Newscast Proper. Stay tuned after the closing credits for Game Club Mega Man what? 10 Edition. Mega Man 10! Um, but you, until- know, you can subscribe to us on the iTunes uh, marketplace, music store, whatever you want to call it. Um, leave a review. We also uh, we have an email address now, so if you want to contact us, it's newscast at nintendoworldreport.com. That's, you know, newscast, like it like it sounds. Um, Check it out. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we might be having a, a, a Twitter feed soon, but that is not ready yet. It might be ready by the time you hear this. And, comment uh, on comment on the talk back thread. We always love to hear yes. feedback. Uh, if you notice, <laughs> usually it's us. Uh, someone comments. We're all there like hawks, being like, yeah. oh, uh, "What do you say?" What? We'll oh my gosh! You. Somebody we... commented. Yeah. Well, I figure you know I put in you know we, we we spend a couple hours recording this every week and or every other week, and I put in another couple hours you know editing it. So we have enough time invested in this that we want to make sure people actually like it. Yeah. Uh, otherwise we're wasting uh, way too much of our own uh, personal time. So if you like it, we'll keep doing it. If you don't, then don't comment. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so that'll just about do it for us. Uh, episode 13 of newscast in the can. We will see you next time. If you want to hear about Mega Man 10, stay tuned. Yes. Bye. Later. Bye.
welcome to Newscast Game Club. This is our second game club, and we're doing Mega Man 10, which came out on came out on WiiWare on March 1st. Holla. We are talking to you on March 10th, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm Neil. If you listened to the rest of the show, then you'd probably know who I am. And I'm <laughs> gonna take the reins for this. And Andy and Zach are still here. Howdy. And we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Mega Man 10. So uh, let's let's start off by uh, saying. Uh, how how have we liked the the robot masters and their stages? I love them. I I think it's uh, I think it's a kickback to Mega Man Six. It's all gimmicky. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a it's a lot goofier. So like lot goofier. I think I think Mega Man Nine was kind of like like Mega Man, Mega Man Two reincarnate. Two yeah, and I think that I I feel like Mega Man Ten is like Mega Man Six reincarnate. Yeah. I think Six might be the only one that I never played on NES. You can skip it. <laughs> well, I'm kind of hoping they'll all, they'll all eventually show up on a virtual console. Um, yeah, no, four, four should be coming out soon. Hope so. I hope six comes out. And or five. I should just get a copy of the anniversary collection, which I had at one point, but sold because I couldn't reverse the buttons. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I, but, I, I like the, uh, I, li- I like the Robot Masters. I think, I think the stages are, are, are well, well assembled. Um, they're hard as hell. Um, this game is just really kicking my ass. I, I think it's probably not quite as hard as Mega Man Nine. To be no, I think I Mega really, Man I think, I mean, I mean, I think in some aspects this might be harder, but I think the the difference between this is I think there's a lot more like cheap tricks. I felt like yeah. in Mega Man Nine they were trying to make a point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that too. Let's see but but I, I feel like there, there there were more there were more cheap tricks in Mega Man Ten. I feel like Mega Man Nine is on on table harder, but this is like you know the first time through it was a lot brutaler, and I feel like the the Robot Masters themselves are a lot harder than Mega Man. Mega Man Nine, agree, and actually, yeah. someone someone in the forums pretty much said the same thing. Um, the correct right? boss order is really tantamount to success. Yeah, yeah. If you don't figure that out, like but, um, like like Commando Man with your pea shooter, I don't freaking think that's. Oh God! Happen. I actually did that the first time through. I did that a lot my first time through, and then uh, I. I Went went around a second time with a couple friends and we played through it and we actually kind of used the correct order, which um I guess let, let, let's get on a little bit. Uh, what would you guys say is your your favorite robot master and what what would be your favorite robot master stage? Stage definitely goes to Sheet Man. That the, the mouse yeah. mouse pointers and the, uh, the yeah. sort of the the trippy techno. Like I don't know what the hell that had to do with Sheep. Like that is completely well, well, random. Well, do Android stream of electric sheep? Right. Oh. Like I mean, that, that's that's really I think that's where they're going with that with the electricity and the the sheep and the clouds. I I thought yeah that that's definitely one of my favorite stages. I also really like Commando Man stage with yeah. uh, the the sand that comes onto the screen. And I just ah, that think, was hard. I think it's I think it's really it's it's devilish, but it's devilishly good. You just stand and, uh, in one place. I didn't think that area was too tough. Oh um, no, I I, I was, just more I obnoxious. And then there's a spot if you take one of the uh, the multiple paths, which uh, that's another really cool thing about this one is that there's a lot of like you can take yeah. two different routes through a level, and even in like some of the Wily stages when you get through them, uh, there's there's like multiple points where it splits off, which is it's it's really cool. And like you'll learn like all right, if I take this route, route it'll lead me to an energy tank, and then if yeah. you happen to die, you can go back and take a different route and collect whatever goodies there. I uh I think my the ones I had the hardest problem with were probably Strike Man and, and Dive Man. Um Strike Pump Man, man. The, Pump the, Man. Yeah. 
Pump Man pump was man? my favorite stage. Pump Man, yeah, sorry, Pump Man. Yeah, Pump Pump Man. Uh, pump Man was a stage that annoyed me, but was a really cool stage. I had a lot of problems with the Pump Man stage. Uh, Strike Man stage, the second mini boss, kicked is, my is ass. Pain in the ass. They have like it's the soccer goalie guy. Yeah, with the and electric. The first, the first one's hard enough, and the second one is just because uh, basically there's there's a couple instant death positions it can get you in, yeah. and it just does a lot of damage. And I, I did find out with that if you use the water shield on that, you'll absolutely tear yeah, shit up if you can get it on. Oh. And that's really, I mean, as far cool. as with the water shield tearing tearing shit up, um, I hated Solar Man the first time through because I did not realize that the water shield was what did damage to him. <laughs> and I ended water up, uh, like, fire. once, I, reali- on, once I realized that, I, I realized that he was actually the last one that I beat my first time through. And once I realized that, I was like, oh, wow, he's really easy. He yeah. was basically yeah. Feral Man. Yeah. Which I don't really. What, what game was Pharaoh Man from? Four. Five, wasn't it? Four. Yeah, yeah. I I haven't played five. Was it four? Pharaoh Man uh, has the best, mu- best out of all the great Mega Man music. Pharaoh Man, in my opinion, has the best music. Yeah. Really. Hell yeah! Which which, which, which which one was which one was Gravity Man? Was that five? Five. Yeah, that Gravity was the last Man one that I remember ass. playing on NES. I I think I I missed six, but. Well, let, let's 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 keep on with Mega Man 10 here. <laughs> okay. But uh, what would you guys? What's your least favorite Robot Master or least favorite stage out of the eight? Blade Man Blue. Blade Man. Yeah. Blade Man's like he's he's just he's like Sheet Man as well. And, and that, Blade Man was hard to hit even with the correct weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing is that like with Sheet Man, like uh, if you use the Rebound Striker on Sheet Man, like he is toast. Because you'll knock him out of the clouds and stuff, right. like like it it d- destroys him. And I think Sheet Man and Blade Man, they're both pretty easy. They have patterns that are it's it's simple to do it without getting hit, if you, if you if you have the patience to sit there for a while. But it's just like mm-hmm. it gets annoying because you have to have like so much patience, and you just need to repeat, get your few hits on, repeat again. But I mean, oh that, Nitro that's, Man, that's Nitro Man was my least favorite boss because. He's zooming around up and down the walls, and he's throwing metal blades all over the place. Yeah. He's almost impossible to do without getting your ass killed. Yeah. And, well, I think... and the, the weapon he's weak against, uh, kind of spoiler alert, although if you're listening to this, you've probably already beat him. Uh, yeah. The, the ice spike. The chill spike. The chill yeah, spike. Yeah. If he runs over it, that's when it does the damage. Yeah, which there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff like that. How like with the commando bomb and all your full damage, you need to you need to you need to have it like hit a wall and then the after effects, which will go out. That that's that's what does a lot of damage. That's cool. Yeah, I uh, I think um, Pump Man was the easiest boss in my opinion by far. His I I I thought Shapers was uh the the easiest. Which one did you guys go after first? I did Sheep Man. Sheep Man was the first one that I got out, and then and then Pump Man. They can both be beat pretty easily with just the Mega Buster. And I think Blade Man can also be beat easily with the Mega Buster if you if you have the patience. Because I think Blade Man Blade Man's weak against Commando Man. I mean it's the Commando Bomb, but it's it's such a pain in the ass to use the Commando Bomb. Yeah, yeah. And did did you guys ever uh, go up walls with a wheel cutter? Once by accident into a bad guy that killed me. I just no. right I outside a boss a friend, door. A friend of mine in Solar Man stage at the beginning, you basically you're kind of going up like uh you're going upwards through uh, a level, and he he was just like, uh, uh like we were talking about the wheel cutter. He's just like, wait a minute, and he just went up the entire part up to a ladder. Nice. Went up there, but I, and 
But I, so, I have to say, probably Nitro Man's my least favorite, only because it's such a pain in the ass. Because of the damn cars. Oh, the cars, which, yeah, the highways suck. Yeah. One quick question. Um, I only have two Rush tools. Am I missing one? Nope, you only get two. Nope. Okay. You get Coil okay. and Jet. Wasn't and there I a third think, one before? Uh, it's interesting because there's three empty spots on that, if, if you look at it. And there's also supposed to be three downloadable levels. Right. Oh, okay. So... There might be like three new robot masters with weapons. Didn't you see what? Have you not seen what those are? Yeah. What is it? It's it's the uh, the robot killers from yeah from what, the, the Game, Game Boy, Boy games? games. It's gonna be Anchor, the Spiky Dude, and uh, the one from Mega Man Five. Uh, never played Five. Yeah. But that's that's awesome that they're bringing those guys back. Yeah. Oh, and here's one cool. more Robot Master thing I want to say. Uh, Neil, you know how... You, you, you've you seen this, but you haven't, Andy. At the end of the game on the credits roll, you know how they show each Robot Master and its number? Yeah. Well, how many Robot Masters did they show? I mean, what number was the end? Um, I, I already know, but I want to see if you know. I forget. 80. Oh. You know why? Why? Now, how many should there be? Um, eight times nine is what? Don't do this to me, Zach. You know I can't do math. That's seventy-two, <laughs> 70, right? Seventy-two, yeah. Right. Yeah, seventy-two. Then seventy-two plus six. Yeah. So why are there two other ones? Oh shit! Because if Oil uh, Man and Time Man from Powered Up, they're canonical. <laughs> that made me happy. I, I haven't played Powered Up. I, I'm. It's so I've good. Heard fantastic things. But yeah, that made me really happy because I was like. Wait, wait, 70, 70, how many ro- Oh, cool! Okay, <laughs> gotcha. Man time, man. Now I want to see 8-bit versions of them, too. I really need to play Powered Up. I I have it, I just haven't put any time into it. <laughs> oh, man. So how do, how do you guys think this sticks up, this stacks up to past Mega Man games? I know we've already talked about how it's kind of like the Mega Man 6 to Mega Man 9's Mega Man 2, but... I mean, as far as quality-wise, do you think this is this is better than Mega Man 9? Do you think this is better than other Mega Man games, or do you think it's worse? I think it's pretty much the same. I don't, like, I don't really see, I know, I know a lot of people have pretty strong opinions on, uh, you know, Mega Man 1 is too hard, Mega Man 2 is the best, Mega Man 3 is sort of really good, but then it went downhill with 4. Like, I never saw any of that. To me... All of them were good, and they were all yeah. almost the same amount of good. I don't know. I, th- I think Mega Man 2 is far and away the best. I, I, I think agree. It, but... if, if, if I were to uh, order them, I, I think, well, 2 would definitely be at the top, and I'm still kind of torn between 9 and 10. I yeah. I think right now I'm I'm leaning towards more towards 10, but I, I don't know. I, I need to have some more time to sit on it before I pick which is better, 9 or 10. But I, I really, I mean, three, three is definitely very good. I don't really think there's a bad Mega Man game. I think the first one in its un- unadulterated NES form kind of is is too brutal for its own good. Wait, which but one? I mean, and, uh, one. The, the first, one, the first yeah, Mega one, Man game. Oh, yeah, I assume it powered up. They made it hella better. Well, they, but, uh, they made the new mode. There, there's like a remake mode, which is better. But then they have the original game with like the new graphics. So you can compare and contrast the, you know, first game, Level the original design. Oh, okay. game. And it is really freaking hard. But, I mean, Mega Man 2, I think, is definitely, like, that is the best game in the series. Um, I, I would argue that as fact. 
two and but <laughs> two, two and, yeah, I, and two I haven't I haven't played seven and eight. I also uh, I don't really remember. F- I, I I played four or five at one point. I don't really remember anything about them, and I didn't play the other one. Four and five are but, actually really good. If you yeah, and I've heard good things about them. And but I, I just to me like I I think nine and ten are are very great. I think they're fantastic games. Yeah, I, do too. I think I think ten is is worth mentioning in the same breath as some of the best in the series. I uh if if I don't really like seven. Seven feels way too weird. Um and also the sprites are huge. It's yeah. kind of a turn off how big the sprites are. Eight is really fantastic. And I wish you know, I kinda wish they would have done more with that kind of that aesthetic. Because I really liked it. But uh two and three for me, four a close second, two and three are tied. Four is a close second. Five and six and one, not as much. But I would say that, yeah, ten, nine and ten, probably third place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely great games. Well, it's definitely, I got, yeah, ten is definitely a fantastic game. And Zach, are you still writing up the review for us? Hell yeah, I just have to play uh, Easy Mode and a little bit of Proto Man. All right. And I uh, actually, I actually awesome. kind of want to hold off on the review until I get the DLC. Yeah, go for, go for that. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, let's talk about the DLC for a little bit, and then we'll get into the uh, the Wiley stages. But the DLC, uh, it's adding bass, um, which he I don't really so know. I think so the cool difference is the difference with him is that it, what is he? he has a multi directional shot, and and it's like a triple shot, isn't it? Oh, okay, it's I'm like not I'm not really sure. Button. Yeah, like I I think I'm definitely gonna pick that up just because like I I became a rapid, a rapid Mega Man fan in the new year, and I'm extremely I was extremely excited for ten, and I'm I'm still playing it. Like I played it, I played it to smithereens over the weekend, and before the show today, I was rocking through the Robot Masters again. Nice. What's the origin of of base exactly? Was he first base? in seven? Yeah, he was first in seven. Base yeah. is kind of the Mega Man version of Zero. Okay. He was, he was created by Wily as an anti Mega Man, but he eventually kind of turns against Wily. Rock and roll. And okay. and he's a little more. He's a little more like, you know, Zero and Mega Man work together, but Bass is kind of like, I'm better than you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's got a dog named Treble. Instead yes. Of right, 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 right. Yeah. And actually, is he, his, is, is he his, playable in Seven? No. His super, he's playable in Mega Man and Bass, which is kind of a. Uh, it's like a spin-off. I remember there was originally yeah, four, but I know it's on Game Boy Advance. Yeah. And then, um, boy, what, what do I want to say? Oh, he has a really awesome, like, uh, hyper form in Mega Man 8, where you you remember in Mega Man 6 how Mega Man had like a rush adapter that turned him into a super suit. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, it was Base the has that in Mega Man 8 with his dog, and it makes him go all like Shuriken. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> or Super Saiyan is what I want to say. He goes gotcha. all crazy. That's cool. Yeah, but um. Yeah, and the other DLC, they're adding those three, the three levels with the Robo Masters. I believe that's all coming out in early April. Yeah. Um, Two bucks a pop. So that should right? be, I think, something along those lines. Yeah. I think, I think the stages were one buck a pop. Actually. Oh, oh, it's based. It's two dollars. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole package will cost will cost you, I think, eight. And then I think all, there's going the to be a, an endless mode. Yeah, which they had in Mega Man Nine, which right. I don't care about. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Are there online leaderboards for that kind of thing? Yeah, um, there are. Yeah, there I know are. there are for the actual game. Okay, that, that even on Wii, because that might be worth it. Yeah. All right. Yep. 
Okay, let's go on. Let's talk about uh, the Wily stages. I know, Andy, you haven't. You you're only on the second one. Yeah. But uh, I know before we started recording this, we were talking about how in the the first Wily stage they have uh, what is it, the archive bosses, mm-hmm. which are really cool. They have it's it's three different rooms as you go through the level, each with three robot masters from earlier Mega Man games. So in the first one, you know, in, you in have order. Gemini Man, Elect Man, and Wood Man, and I know uh, this was really surprising to me when I first got there. Like, and it didn't really dawn on me at first until I saw, well, because Gemini Man was the first one that popped up, and he didn't, he wasn't recognizable at first glance. And then Woodman came out. I was like, what? Well, really? so they, they don't they look like the bosses, weapons. but there's like a there's like a picture of the boss in the background. Blurry. Yeah, yeah. And no, then they I come think... out, and it's just like a it's like a diamond orb thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish the diamond orb was a robot master, like like. Doc yeah. Man and Mega Man Three, right, right, but they they, they didn't want to make them full strength because those yeah. those three guys share each of the archive bosses share a a uh, a bar. Yeah, right. they, a, they each have a third bar. of the bar. Right. Yep. Um, and it's I mean they're 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 really cool and they have ones from you know one through nine like you'll even see Tornado Man from Mega Man Nine who he's he's not even that retro. Yeah. He's from two years ago. And Flash Man and Slash Man from, or uh, I'm sorry, Frost Man and Slash Man from eight and seven. Yeah. And well, and Flight like Man, Ring Man, and the, who's from four? You know, I think I, know I think name. online somewhere there is a fan made eight bit version of Mega Man Seven. Wow. Oh, cool. really? That I need to check out. I think Johnny turned me onto that a while back. But anyway, uh, yeah, the Wily stages. I mean, that first one's really cool, and I mean that, that has that, that's the one that was. Long. What? Yeah, it is pretty long. It, yeah. It's a little too long, but I, I think the levels the levels really really good. Once I figured out the weakness of the of the uh, archive robot masters, um, I was able to breeze through it pretty quick. Do they yeah. have weaknesses to your specific? It's it's, yeah. it's, it's one weakness. They're, they're not oh. they're not brought over from the previous games clearly because those, those weapons aren't there. Right. But, um, there is one weakness amongst all of them, and yeah, you just gotta see. find it. You find it once, and you're good for the entire stage. Huh. Yep. Cool. Yeah, and I got I I got to the second of the Wily stages, uh, and I think which I is got just friggin' to... mean. Like I don't. There's conveyor belts. It sucks. Just yeah. so much, has, so much death. It in has that conveyor level. belts, and then the little jumpy dude, and the bombs flying up out of the ground. Yeah, it basically combines all the little like problems that you run into <laughs> in other parts of the game and puts them into one. Oh, and and is that also is that also the stage where they have the the underwater uh like the the uh, seesaw stage. thing That's from Blade the Man? Stage. The underwater one with the the shrimp bots coming at you and oh, there's spikes God. and there's a bottomless pit and it just <laughs> sucks. There's one point where you have to jump from one seesaw to another one while yeah. going through a narrow gap where right. there's spikes on each side. And you're underwater, so you jump all high. Ugh. That's how Mega Man works, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it's like that's the thing is a lot of this game is it's 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 hard, and you're like you freaking game, but it's Mega Man, and it's it's a lot of fun, and I mean, I I really enjoy this, and I I think that the the final Wily level is also, I mean, it's it's more of a it allows you an area to kind of form it's a, if it's you really a want to. Yeah, and they needed that. I really needed that after uh, same here the second Wily fight because I I was on my last E tank. I was half dead. I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this. This blows. I came all this way. Yep. So if you if you um, lose all of your lives and you have to save and quit, 
when I go back to my game, am I gonna have to go back to the first stage again? Yes. Yes, unfortunately. Uh, now they use actually, Andy. It's interesting you bring that up because in Mega Man one through eight, uh, well, actually eight, seven, and eight had save features, but in one through six, you had a password for every stage of Wily's Castle. Right. And they dumped that for nine, and that I still haven't beaten nine. That's my secret shame. But but Wily oh. Wily's third form beat me, and I just have not had the well, you can continue on the current stage. Sure, but you but don't if, have any E-tanks or anything because you can't shop. You can't shop between Yeah. Them? I don't well, think you can I shop. I think, between... I don't know. It's weird. Because well, there was one time where I went to the shop between. and was able to go back. And there was another time where I think it's if you go back to the stage select, then you're at. Yeah, that's what I was right. thinking. If you ever have to select a stage from the menu again, you're going back to stage one. But as long as you stick to the continue screen, even if you shop between continues... As long as you don't go back from the continue screen, you'll be all right. Yes. Oh, okay. That's well, how I understand that. It's works. still it's still frustrating. I really wish you could just save at a Wily stage. I do intend well, to like, beat Mega Man. You know, for the, for the virtual console games, you can just do a you know save, save stage. You can save save and quit. But because it's a WiiWare game, you don't have that luxury with yeah. it. You know, <laughs> it kind of sucks. <laughs> I was a little but, disappointed with the uh, Wily Castle bosses in this game. They seemed a little easy. Yeah, I can definitely say that. I thought the uh, the pirate ship was was really cool, though. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I I I liked the giant enemy crab. Yeah, and the giant enemy crab but, but also he was, humorous. He was really easy. Giant yeah, like crab. that was definitely a, a pretty simple boss. Well, not simple. I mean, it's still hard, but it's just it's very easy to figure out, and it's very easy to dodge the attacks. And even I would say the final wily boss, which is uh him and a copycat and flying saucers. That was pretty uh, easy. I don't even think. Yeah, it's it's really not too hard, and uh, and it's a pretty cool, um, you know, oh, pretty and cool the, finale. And I'm not gonna say anything about the ending, but compared to other Mega Man endings, this one was just over like that. Yeah, and it didn't really well, have a final. I mean, it had a final scene, but it was like, oh my gosh, I have to get back to Earth. The end. Yep. <laughs> it kind of sucked. But um. I mean, as far as Mega Man 10 as a whole, I know. Have you guys played as Proto Man at all? Not yet. Very, very briefly. If he's uh, actually, actually, does he play like he does in Mega Man 9? Because I have played him in 9. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty much exactly okay. as as he is in, in Mega Man 9. I mean, he can slide, he's the charge shot, he has the shield. I wish you it's, could you know, switch between them whenever you want. Like that would be That would be really cool, actually. But, I mean, I understand going through one in, in a game. Is, is that that's fine with me? But I actually played a uh, Proto Man in easy mode because I, you know, killed two birds at one stone and tried it out. Oh, that's what I'll do. And yeah. So so I pretty much just rocked through the game and it was it was a lot of fun. And easy mode, I mean, for what it's worth, yes, it's a lot easier. Yes, like after every boss fight, there's a full recharge that not only what? refills your health but refills every weapon. Wow. <laughs> they, these are like littered all over. And actually, um, it, it was kind of humorous when you when you beat all the the, the robot masters and like the boss rush at the end right before the final Wily. Um, there's actually like after you do all that, then like you just are basically like swimming in E tanks, like oh. a, a mystery tank in the room. Like it's it's just hysterical. I think when I got to the end, I had uh, you know the nine lives. I had like I think seven energy tanks, <laughs> eight weapon tanks, a mystery tank, mega tank, and yeah, or mega tank. I didn't realize it was Mega Tank. I always thought it was yeah. a mystery tank. 
but um but like I was I was loaded and I didn't really need it. It was it was all pretty easy. But I mean it's just easy mode I think is is actually a really great addition for the series. I, I, I think that it adds a lot and that it, it kind of removes that layer of difficulty from yeah, I, like I the like, like almost that unattainable difficulty. Well that's and, sort of like it kind of reminds me of what I heard from the forums this week. Um I just learned just this week that I never beat Mega Man 2. I thought I did, but apparently I never did because uh, apparently the there's an easy mode in Mega Man 2 and it's called Normal. Yes. The, the difficult oh. mode is the one that was supposed to be the real game and they changed it for North America. I yep. never knew that. So like the entire time I was thinking, man, Mega Man 2 is way easier compared to Mega Man 9. Well, of course <laughs> it is if you don't play it on the real mode. So. But- yeah, like I need to go back through and actually go beat Mega Man Two now. <laughs> yeah, but Mega Man Two isn't like that, that. That that easy mode or the normal mode in that isn't quite as ridiculous as the easy mode in Mega Man Ten. Because like basically like for for example, if uh you go to the part where um uh crap I'm, I'm like the uh, the seesaw part, like yeah. pretty much when you go to a bottomless pit or there's spikes there, like there's always a little platform there. And the interesting thing right. is that the enemies the enemies can't go on these platforms, and you also can't like you know rush coil on those platforms, which is which is kind of interesting in that it's almost like they're invisible except for Mega Man or Proto Man. Mm. <laughs> and I mean all the all the like the uh, the robot masters are different. Like for instance, like uh, Blade Man only shoots at two blades. Uh, Pump Man, the... yeah, Nitro Man only shoots at one wheel. Oh yeah, Blade Man. I thought for a second I thought yeah. you said Metal Man for I was like, well, he's from Mega Man too. And uh what was I gonna say? And uh Pump Man, like uh, his water shield only has he has four balls around him. And some of the mini bosses are nerfed too. Like for example, uh, the the soccer goalie or whatever the hell he is in Strike Man stage, um basically what happens is a hand, like just one of the fists comes down and falls. No soccer ball, no one on the other side, no weird oh, wow. way out nice. comes out. And I mean, it, really, the game easier. is the game is a lot less challenging. There's less enemies, different enemy placement, and that's really interesting. Like, it's not like they just you know uh, made it more difficult for you to be hit. It's like they really changed the game in easy mode, and it's almost like I mean, it's all it's a friggin' cakewalk, or at least for you know people that are used to Mega Man games. But it's it's yeah. interesting to see. Well, I, I'm the excited woman, to try it. Yeah, one of the and, things and the, that that surprised me about Proto Man was that he had his charge because I never played him in Mega Man Nine. Uh, when he had his charge and his slide, I thought to myself, "Well, crap! Why why can't Mega Man get that?" It's not, I mean, it's not <laughs> yeah. like it's not like that was a like a late addition that only happened on like the PS2 Mega Man games. Mega like, Man he for, had that. Mega Man forgot how to do it after Mega Man Eight. Yeah, wasn't it like th- wasn't it three where he had the slide and four where he had the charge yep. shot? Like, come on, bring that back already because I would like to be able to do that as regular Mega Man, please. And the well, fact that. That's why you can play as Proto Man. Well, also, you know, I think, yeah, Andy, but... you bring up a good point because we were saying that Mega Man 9 is trying to emulate the first, you know, two through four, um, where, you know, those additions to the game weren't quite as critical. Right, uh, right. For Mega Man. Um, but in Mega Man 5, 4, 5, and 6, which Mega Man 10 is trying to emulate, yeah, he's got those abilities and they build the gameplay around that. Yeah, I, I would really like to see the next... If they, if they if they do another one of these and they probably will, I want to see his uh, his charge and his and his slide come back. It's 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 time. Well, let's talk about that. Where would we like to see Mega Man games go from here? Well, but before oh. before we go there, okay. I just want I have one last thing about Proto Man and that when you guys do play it, watch the dialogue scenes. Um, there's uh, 
a line at the end uh, that Proto Man says uh, that just made me made me lol. It was uh, <laughs> says the Doctor Wily at the end. I won't spoil the exact circumstances, but it's just like Proto Man's just there, and Mega Man's like, you know, all his dialogue's always like, "Well, Doctor Wily, you're bad, but yeah. maybe you're not really bad." Proto Man, like at the end of it all, like after you beat Doctor Wily, he's just like. And that's what you might call poetic justice. <laughs> and it's just like the most outrageous, badass line ever. That, and it's that, that was a the, di- the dialogue for Proto Man is is humorous, especially in contrast to Mega Man. I loved and, it. I loved it in this game where where Doctor Wily crashes and Mega Man's like, "We gotta help him." And then yeah. you know, he he turns out to be the bad guy, of course. And Mega Man's like, "I never saw that coming." Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's like the fact that Wily is is. The final boss is not a spoiler in any Mega Man game. No. Even if they try to make it seem like he's good. Like in, yeah, yeah. And like in, like, half of the games. That doctor is wily. Yes. An evil doctor. What is he a doctor of? Evil. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, so let's let's move on. Uh, where, where do we see the series going? Or where do we want the series to go? I would yes. like them to stop with the original series and take Johnny's suggestion and do more SNES Mega Man X games. Yeah, I think that would be really cool to have a... I don't know, how far did, did they get up to Mega they Man X8? Eight. X8 yeah. is on the PS2, I, and I've heard it's I good, think it would be really cool to see it. them do a, do a retro, like, uh, Mega, Mega Man, Man X9, X9 in the style yeah. of yeah. the Mega Man, Mega Man uh, like the original Mega Man X, or at least a, a couple ones after that. Yeah, I mean... I- I, I like the, the retro NES-style games, and I want to see more things like that. But I think if we get a Mega Man sequel 11. every year, it's going to get, like, the, ne- the next yeah. one will be the last one that I care about. Like, and honestly, the, they're the, running they out can of get me, Robot Master designs. To, to be completely honest, time, I but... would like to see a world where it's like, next year we get Mega Man X9. Next year, and the year after that, Mega Man 11. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, would be, I yeah. would, I would be fine. Because in all honesty, like the Mega Man X games, I, I picked up Mega Man X Anniversary Collection, um, and I, I was playing through a couple of those. And I, I played the original Mega Man X. I had it for Super Nintendo, and I liked those games. But there's just something about the NES Mega Man games that I just vastly prefer. Yeah, me too. And I'd really, I'd much rather see more of those than like a lot more Mega Man X games. And sure. I would like to see them try something like what they're doing with the Mega the. NES Mega Man games or the 8-bit Mega Man games, but I I, I don't want to see the 8-bit Mega Man games like end with Mega Man 10. I would really love to see more additions in the franchise, and I hope that this yeah. one sells well enough that they will go farther with these kind of Mega Man games. Maybe they could yeah. make maybe they could make uh, official 8-bit versions of 7 and 8. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That would be great. But, um. Yeah, I don't know. Does does anyone else have uh, anything else they want to say? Go buy Mega Man 10. Yeah, yeah, Mega Man 10 is fantastic. And uh, I guess to, to close it up, I'll mention that um, I, I've been planning with a couple of my friends that I'm going to do a Mega Man Marathon, 8-bit Mega Man Marathon for charity, uh, probably in May. Uh, I think probably May, May 21st, 22nd, somewhere around there. Still working on the plans for it. But we're going to, uh, you know, get better equipment than I've had in the past. I know I did the Captain Rainbow, like, marathon thing for Pixelbit when I was there. And I know we've also done other things, other other marathons at NWR in the past. There was a Metroid Prime, Metroid Prime Trilogy marathon, and there was a Zelda sure. marathon that Nick and Chessa did back when they were here. Um, 
And I'm going to go, I'm pretty much, I'm going balls out for this. Uh, it's going to be charity uh, for charity, probably for a child's play. And, um, awesome. And, and awesome. we're going to get, we're, we're going to have uh capture cards. So that way we can display the, the feed for the game right online. We'll have, you can call in on Skype. You can talk to us, you know, over, over aim or some kind of chat system, probably IRC. I don't know yet. Um, and yeah, it's 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 gonna be really really cool, and I'm gonna probably be playing tons of Mega Man games going up to it. I'm actually in the process of I'm going to order one of the the, the Retro Zone adapters where I could I plug it into the GameCube and then I can like hook up a Super Nintendo controller. Oh, nice! Supposedly that works very well because uh, really the kind of D pad that I want is either like the literal NES Wii Re- like the the Wii Remote. I'm fine with that D pad or. The class controller, not the GameCube one, and I don't feel like busting out a my old PS2 yeah. for it. So uh, I think I'm, I'm gonna pick up the anniversary collection, which hey, I haven't gotten. Before you get too overboard ordering special equipment, Neil, uh, I have a Hori SNES pad if you're interested in borrowing it. Oh, oh yeah. The the GameCube that has the D pad like the like the SNES. Yeah, I was and, actually and looking shape. looking for that, but uh, that they are retardedly expensive now. Yeah, I have one of those. If you'd like to borrow it for the marathon, you are more than welcome to do it. That that would be fantastic. I guess the, we will, we will talk out. at another time. Excellent. All right, but um, yeah, it's it's going to be really great, and I'm sure there will be mentions of this on newscast and NWR as it gets closer. But I figured I'd mention that, especially since you know this is the Mega Man 10 Game Club, and this game will be played through it. And I'm still up in the air if we're going to do seven, do seven, <laughs> or even eight for that matter. I, I it really depends. <laughs> Because because uh, really seven's easy. I, seven's really are both easy. seven and eight on Super NES, or is one of them on PS2? Eight, yeah, eight was on PS One. I think I think all eight of them are in the anniversary collection. They right? are, yeah. Okay. And right, just okay. for fun, Neil, you should uh, toss in Power Fighters. I probably will. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. and and I can uh, well, make the following promise: whenever I'm chatting with you on whatever you're going to be chatting on, I will not be wearing pants. Oh, oh, uh, we'll have to advertise that. We'll, we'll really get the ladies to donate. Hell yeah. If you donate more money, Zach Miller will take off more clothes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and I have a webcam on the netbook. Oh, oh God. No, yeah. no, 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 no. There are, there are problems. But anyway, uh, and we will we will finish up this, this episode of Game Club on the NWR newscast by saying that our next our next game club will be happening in about a week and a half. Uh, Cave yeah. Story comes out on March 22nd, All right. and we will be playing that. This will this will probably be two weeks, like Blaster Master. Long because uh, Cave Story. Yes, Cave Story will be coming out on March 22nd. We'll be recording a show on that Wednesday, so we'll have our first impressions there, and then we'll probably have the episode after that. We'll have another segment about you know our final thoughts on the game. And uh, we should I we don't should get, we should get Johnny on because he's been itching. Yeah, been I chomping mean, chomping at the bit about this if, game if, for a year. If there's Actually, if there's anybody cool. if there's anybody from the NWR staff that would like to you know join us in one of these game club games, uh, I'm I'm basically uh, I I might not even mention this via email. Like get to this point in the show, and then if like you're like ah oh, I would love to talk about Cave Story, shoot us an email at newscast at nintendoworldreport.com. That's right. Because uh, <laughs> we, we don't email. get any emails. Uh, you I, know where like, to find cry. us. Yeah, <laughs> but um. No, really. I mean, I'm totally up for now that we're going to have this as at at the end of the credits. If anyone just wants to hop on for Game Club, we can always uh, we'll always accommodate you. We can we can figure something out. Yeah, yeah. but Cave Story is up next. So when that comes up, if you want to join us, go go ahead and play it. 
if after not, Cave Story, we'll probably be taking a little bit of yes, a game club. Because right? really, yeah. it was just kind of how everything worked out. Because Blaster right. Master Overdrive, I think if we knew that Mega Man 10 and uh, Cave Story were coming out in March, we probably wouldn't right. have done Blaster Master Overdrive. And right. we've kind of been nonstop with Game Club. And I think uh, we're, it's pretty much it's more of a special occasion thing. It's just that there's been so many damn good games on WiiWare. Yeah. And there's even a lot of games like Max and the Magic Marker and, and stuff like sure, that that we're sure. skipping over. But I don't know. I have a feeling that Bitrip Runner will probably be out <laughs> by the time we're done with Cave <laughs> Story. But we might do we we might not do a game club on that, but we'll see. Alrighty, All right. well. Well that that's it. That'll wrap that it up. The show. Talk to you later, guys. Adios. See ya. Adios. Bye. I won't tell you that I love you. Kiss and hug you. I ain't bluffing. It's my muffin. I ain't lying. I'm just stunning with my love you gunning.